Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Been about a month since we've done Religious Bullshit Wednesday, so hope you guys are ready for a good one. Some crazy-ass religious stories. For those of you who don't know, occasionally, about once a month, we do a Religious Bullshit Wednesday show where we do an entire show with nothing but religious stories. Got about an hour's worth of content for you guys tonight, so we're going to knock that out. And then afterwards, I'm going to play uh, Desperados 3, which is a new game that I totally did not pirate. And uh, pirating's bad. But if I like it, I'll buy it. So we're going to try that out. What's up, Vince 2020? How you doing? Great for your efforts. I appreciate that. Thanks, you guys, for joining me. Got some THC in me. Let's rumble. I wish I could smoke weed, but I can't. So after the show, the high note always blows me away. Yep. Pretty good. That's a pretty good cover of the song. That is the greatest showman theme song. I'm existing. How are you, Dustin? I'm still alive. Still alive. Still kicking. So I cannot fucking complain. Gay communist. You lost Jesus. What? Why? Hope you're feeling better, Dusty. I'm still scared to die, but, like, I'm less sad slightly now than I was for the last show. But it's fine, you know? Just don't think about it. Dusty, today's show is a mass downvote of the latest Dark Matter video. Shocker! Welcome to my world. I read all the comments and fell into depression. It seems like we're so outnumbered. I hope things are better than I think. The problem is, is, like, people are more likely to leave negative comments than positive comments. So, even if, like, a thousand people watch the video and love it. They just don't say shit. But when somebody's like mad, they're like, yeah, I gotta type it out and tell you how mad you are. Like most of my videos, like you read the comments, it's awful. So you just gotta kind of take it with a grain of salt and not let it bother you too bad. Good morning, What's up, Mr. Anton. New York City is crazy right now. We're just outside protesting the city. Y'all never stop protesting. After we're done with the cops and we gotta do the justice system and then the military. So the whole system is torn down and rebuilt to get from scratch in my opinion. Hit that like button. Hell yeah, hit the like button. Hit the join button. You can become a dust button if you want to and have a bunch of uh, custom emoji cons for this show that you can spam in the chat while you're watching along with us. And uh, as always, you guys want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Uh, JT, who has been the major supporter of the show, is only going to do it for the rest of this month. So it's going to drop majorly once he can support the show like he's been able to. So... If you guys can, please let me make up the slack. Uh, most of the money goes to the human side of Animal Sanctuary. I'd like to actually move out of town to start a bigger animal sanctuary, and I can't do it in town because you're only allowed so many dogs here in town. I'd like to do it out in the country, but I'm going to have to really save up for that. So please help me if you can. Got to do some good work with it. And as always, Super Chats! Lifeblood of the show. Super Chats. And Immortal Logic 7 Super Chats. I read all the Super Chats during the show, and I do my best to answer all the questions. I watched the last show, and I guess I missed a couple of the Super Chats, and I'm really sorry for that. I try so hard to get everything right, not to make mistakes, but I am a flawed, stupid human being, and sometimes I make mistakes and miss some. So please forgive me if I missed your Super Chat. It wasn't intentional. And uh, Brandon Hubert, 499, says, Hope you feel better today, Destiny. Here is a little start off. That makes me feel better. Appreciate that, Brandon Hubert. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Brad Grace, 499, love from the West Coast. The West is best. 
Good to see you, Brad Grace. Solar State, 999. Religious BS. Love it. I'm sure it'll be another great show. Gonna be pretty good. We got a few things to cover, about an hour's worth, like I said. And it'll be angering. You're gonna get mad. And you should get mad. Anger is the correct emotion. Thanks for the hard work and taking care of the animals. No problem. Somebody's gotta do it. Elijah Miller, $50. Wow, that is very generous. Appreciate that, Elijah Miller. You are rocking it. Been with you since you were just a smart-mouth atheist. For your kid is, bro. Hopefully, I have improved with age. I am working on it. Thank you for being here on the show tonight so far, Elijah Miller. Love you. That one got $10. Hope you're doing well. And cats are, too. Everybody's still kicking it. Everybody's doing pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Going to take one of our dogs into the vet next Tuesday to get them fixed. We have uh, put it off, but now it's time. Got to get them fixed because the dogs are... The boy dogs are fighting over them, so i got to take care of that. So, appreciate everybody for uh, donating to the show. You are the heroes that make it possible. Love you guys so much. Let's see what the other chat has to say. We're on also uh, Twitch. Though not very people are reading on Twitch, or watching on Twitch. But uh, we're on there, and we're on Facebook too. So, you guys can watch me on there if you'd like to. For those of you who don't know, I did a new movie trailer intro for the show Progressive Talk Live. Oh, yeah, I didn't play that. i got to play that next show. I forgot. Um... Very true. Negative comments fill up the feeds. Yep, people are always more likely to put you down. I'm probably the same way, though, when I'm on Twitter or some shit. I'm always pretty bitchy on there, so I can't, like, blame people. I talk so much mad shit about people that, like, I can't really complain when people talk mad shit about me. Because, like, when you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You know? You have reap what you sow type of bullshit. Uh, to borrow a line from the fucking Bible and whatnot. So, I try not to get too butt hurt by it. Why let it get you down? Don't dwell on your shit. So anyway, guess we'll go ahead and start the show. You guys ready to get mad? Are you ready to be angry? Well, you gotta be. So folks, they have given $10 billion to the churches through this uh, PPP programs. They're supposed to be, the Paycheck Protection Program is supposed to be set up in place to help small businesses during the pandemic, to help the economy. And uh, so, of course, they've given a huge share of it to churches which don't pay taxes, which should be fucking illegal, you would think. And here's the maddening part about it. Most of these churches did not even need it, did not even know that it was available for them to have. So what the Trump administration did, they went out and they contacted all these churches and told them that they should apply for this money. And they say this money is loans, folks, but they say that just to kind of fool the public. The public's like, oh, well, these are loans that they have to pay back. No, folks. These are loans that could be forgivable if you use the money to pay your employees. So use this money to pay your employees and keep whatever other money you make for yourself, right? And it's completely forgivable. These are not loans, folks. This is a giveaway. A giveaway of free money from the government. And a huge percentage of it went to churches. They didn't even need it. In a shocking violation of church and state separation, President Donald Trump and his administration have offered billions of dollars in forgivable paycheck protection program loans to religious organizations. We've known this for months. And recently we learned which organizations received the largest paychecks. But now the Freedom for Religion Foundation has evidence showing that the Trump administration urged those, choices, those churches to ask for the money, suggesting they would receive it if only they apply. These churches weren't even going to apply for it. They didn't even really know about it. So they had teleconferencing meetings where they contacted all these churches and told them to, to be involved in these uh, teleconferencing meetings where they told them, no, you all need to apply for it. Free money for all you churches. We've made it. 
to where all you people, all you churches can get billions and millions of dollars in free money. All you do is ask for it. It's right there for you, folks. And why do they do this? Well, we're going to show you why in a minute, but that's a big deal for, uh, for more reasons than one. Besides the violation of church and state separation, considering the administrations never held similar calls with non-Christian groups to our knowledge. I never going to call. Us YouTubers never got calls. Like, yeah, they, they, they chose churches to make sure they asked for this money for a reason. We're going to go over it in a minute. It's also worth mentioning how they encourage religious groups that don't need the help to take advantage of the loan program at the expense of secular businesses who do. So the churches don't even need this fucking money. This money was supposed to go to small businesses who were going to be hurt by the pandemic and needed rescuing. But instead, $10 billion went to churches, folks, that didn't even fucking need it, that won't help the economy at all. And of course, the Trump administration doesn't give a fuck because the whole purpose was not really to help small businesses. What he's doing is he's buying votes. We're going to show you in just a minute more of that. But even before that decision was made, public FFRF record recorded the first of two telephone conversations in which high-level members of the Trump administration explained the process in great detail to church leaders, all while reassure, reassuring them that churches could keep on discriminating and hiring, even if the government was financing their staff's salaries. Trump-allied faith leaders were assured by the federal government that even a discriminatory fly-by-night church that provides absolutely no secular social services and of which the owner is the sole employee could have its wages covered by taxpayers during the PPP time period. So, folks, so this is what happened, folks. The, uh, $10 billion, like I said, of forgivable loans was sent out to them. The bill specifically includes nonprofits as businesses, which isn't usually the case, but Trump, the Trump administration uh, purposely made this the case so they could give billions of dollars to churches that didn't even need it. You're in my taxpayer money, folks. Doesn't this make you want to pay your taxes? Doesn't it make you want to go work hard at your job knowing that it's going to go to child rapists who don't even need it and who don't have to pay it back? Doesn't that make you so happy? Want an example of this? Catholic Church got $1.4 billion, folks. Possibly the most evil organization in the history of our planet. An organization of pedophiles, child rapists, got your and my billion dollars to help pay for their lawsuits and cover up their child rape. This is Trump's America, folks. This is where your tax dollars are going. Are you angry? You ought to be. Um, at $1.4 goddamn billion dollars for that bullshit. So this is why they're doing that, folks. Trump is buying votes. Trump does not give a shit if this money goes to actually help the economy or not. He knows that if he gives billions and billions of dollars away to churches, they'll get on the pulpit and they'll tell their congregations to vote for him. He's literally buying their votes. Now, they're not allowed to do that, but it doesn't matter. The Johnson Amendment bans churches from getting up on the pulpits and endorsing political candidates. But since Trump is president, they know he is not going to enforce the Johnson Amendment. In fact, that's the entire point of this entire thing, of bribing them with all this money, is so they will actually get up there and tell the millions, millions and millions of evangelical Christians across the country to vote for Trump, which is exactly what they're doing. Here's a perfect fucking example of this. Hank Kuhnman says, Jesus don't want Christians voting for Democrats up there in the pulpit. And he's specifically saying 
The only way I'm allowed to sit up here and tell you who to vote for is because Trump is president. Because he won't enforce the Johnson Amendment. Let's listen. Right Wing Watch puts out good material. Thank you, Right Wing Watch, for keeping track of these assholes for us. Now go. We're about to vote in a few months if they don't try to mess with that, too. Who, Trump? And my prayer is that the church shows up this time. Well, I don't like the current president, so I'm just not going to vote. You just voted for the party of the non-religious. And you've just allowed your other brother and sisters, their religious rights to be stolen from them, potentially. I don't like the president. You don't have to like their personality. Look at what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, secret police. Amazing. Look at what they stand for. Yeah, look what they stand for. Exactly. It's important. Listen to me. When I go to vote in a few weeks or months or whatever it is, I'm going to go in there and represent Jesus. And here's how I'm going to do it. It's not about the personality of Donald Trump and the things that they say and accuse him of. For me, it's Jesus, that president and his, his administration. I've not heard presidents prior to him ever mention God like this president. I've never seen a president fighting for the church as great as what this president is. <laughs> He's never seen a president literally bribe the church with $10 billion in order for them to get out there and tell their congregation to vote for him. Yeah, you've never seen shit like that. You know why? Because it's against the law, man. It's against the Constitution. That's why you never seen it before. God damn it. Gonna take his money. They're, they're getting rewarded for this, folks. They're getting fucking rewarded for this. This guy makes more money than you do. Makes more money than I do. These evil sacks of shit run everything. Fucking making bank off of it. It's so frustrating. Definitely, definitely pay your taxes, everybody. The proof is, look at the Johnson Amendment. It's why I can say what I'm saying today. If the party of the non-religious comes, that'll be taken. Yep, that's right. Yep, see, the Johnson Amendment has not been repealed. The Johnson Amendment is still in place. But he knows that, despite the fact that he's violating it, Trump is not going to do shit about it. He's literally bribing them to say this, so he ain't got to worry about it, folks. So I'm going to go and I'm going to say, well, Jesus, he sounds like a friend of yours, even though he may not know you. I don't know if he does. That's between him and you, but it sounds like he's sure trying to help you. You know, the biggest problem with the body of Christ right now, we've got a president that's trying to help the church, and he hasn't even acknowledged that he is part of the church. Why in the fuck does an all-powerful God need your help? It doesn't make any sense. It's almost like he's not that powerful. If he needs a, a fuck like you and the idiots in your congregation and Donald Trump to help him out, doesn't seem like much of a God to me. I think you may have chosen the wrong one. And yet we got Christians that aren't helping him. What's wrong with us? A lot. When I go to the voting booth, I'm going to say, Jesus, I'm voting for Donald J. Trump. And every person that will fight for my religious freedom. Because Jesus, no, now let's bring it down to the king. Does Jesus, who is the king of our kingdom, does he want you to put a check mark next to somebody who is an atheist? atheist? They don't like your God? Uh, Joe Biden is a 
hardcore Catholic. God damn it. They want to keep prayer out of your schools and away from your children. And they want to teach your children that it's okay to be a dog if you want to be a dog. It's okay to go and dress up like a woman into, come on. It is okay to dress up like a woman. Into the woman's restroom with your children. That's what the former party of the non-religious. Gotta throw some transphobia there and make you afraid. Because it's such a big deal, isn't it, folks? It's such a big deal for trans women to be in the bathroom with like never never been a problem for me like literally i have been to the men's bathroom like i don't know tens of thousands of times over the last 40 years of my life literally not one single time ever seen anybody else's penis this is no fucking problem like it just doesn't happen helped to legislate that we deal with today is this what we want is this jesus is this what you want you're my king is this what you want jesus and i tell you hell no so what he just did is against the law folks he is supposed to lose his tax status for doing that that's what the johnson minute is for hasn't been repealed but doesn't matter folks constitution doesn't matter laws don't matter trump is bribing these people He's using your and my tax dollars to bribe these people. And uh, what can we do about it besides vote him out? But I, I don't know. It's just really frustrating. It seems like there's nothing we can do about it. It seems like these bad people are continuously being rewarded. And the whole system is set up to reward them. And we're just powerless to do anything about it. Like, I understand why a lot of people don't want to watch this show because it's so depressing. I fucking get it. Like, somebody's got to cover this shit. But it depresses me, too. Here's another example, folks. This church literally started out their sermons by playing QAnon conspiracy theories that are pro-Donald Trump. 100% against the Johnson Amendment. 100% they should lose their taxes at status. But instead, they were rewarded, these churches, with $10 billion for doing this kind of shit. Let's have a look. Stop what you're doing. I'm about to show you something you already suspect deep inside, but can't explain. The United States of America is currently in the midst of a war. Not the kind when one country attacks another with missiles or tanks. Not like warplanes dropping bombs on our Pacific fleet. Not like a hostile neighbor launching a surprise invasion across our borders. Instead, we face a cruel and merciless enemy who invented a whole new type of war. One that threatens us now more than all the bombs in the world. They are motivated by pure greed and inconceivable cruelty and have been silently reversing all that is good for so long that we became lulled into a state of self-destructive compliance while they tore us apart and robbed us blind. When patriots took back key branches of the U.S. government in 2016, the light was turned on to the vast corruption network that had infiltrated into the highest positions of power across every state. Only then did ordinary citizens begin to realize how close we had come to the end of it all. But first we must endure one last painful battle that will touch every citizen, no matter who they are. Right now the country is being torn apart by the biggest political hoax and coordinated mass media disinformation campaign in living history. You may know it as COVID-19. Let me tell you a story. In 2015, 
As directed by the globalist criminal corruption network known as the Deep State, President Barack Obama authorized millions in funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the location now understood to be the epicenter of the COVID. So they gave lots of money to try to prevent the pandemic, and then Trump went in, he gutted the entire thing, and then we had a pandemic. That's what happened, folks. But this is um, the mega church in Granville, Missouri. And uh, I don't know how many of these videos I should show you guys. Maybe I won't show you. Let's take a look at the second one, just a little bit of it. But like, there's, they showed like 20 minutes of this QAnon propaganda stuff, telling people to vote for Trump and trying to scare their parishioners into, one, not wearing masks, not taking COVID-19 seriously. And we're going to show you how that worked out. How many people have gotten COVID-19 from these churches? How they're spreading this shit. They're going to get us all fucking killed with this bullshit. But uh, they got their millions. They got their billions from fucking Trump. And so they're going to kill us all and tell their congregation to vote for him because that's what he bought. That's what he bought with your and my dollars. It's an amazing country, folks. It's a fucking amazing country, isn't it? Multiple aims all under the cover of a global pandemic they themselves manufactured for this purpose. Enabled by their owned and controlled corporate media monopoly, they instigated a heavy-handed and unjustifiable nationwide shutdown to reverse Trump's many economic and unemployment gains, with Democrat-controlled states suffering the harshest restrictions in the country. Trump's energetic rallies were halted, hiding from view the surging nationwide passion for his galvanizing message. While Democratic presidential frontrunner Joe Biden was able to avoid interviews and debates where left-leaning voters would not be shown his obvious inability to govern, or the emerging Ukrainian bribery scandal that earned his family millions in illicit kickbacks by abusing his office. So these are just straight-up campaign ads, QAnon campaign ads for Donald Trump being played in megachurches. This is literally what they set up the Johnson Amendment for. This is why churches are supposed to be taxed to begin with, you know? We're going to make you tax exempt, but you can't interfere in our elections. That's the whole point of making you tax exempt. Like, you know, you don't have to pay taxes, but you can't interfere. But no, they don't give a shit, folks. Our Constitution has been thrown out of the fucking window. They've been bribed. They've been bought. They've been paid for by your and my money. A billionaire took your and my money to buy off churches. Are you angry, folks? That's the correct response. And uh, in South Carolina... They're giving $32 million in grants to private schools. This was the whole plan right all along, folks. I told you this. I told you this like three and a half years ago. Betsy DeVos, she's a billionaire who was a huge Trump campaign donor who had no experience whatsoever, who bought the Secretary of Education spots with campaign donations specifically to make sure the largest transfer of money from the federal government to Christian organizations in the history of this nation could go through. And that's what they're doing, folks. That's what they're doing. Fuck the Constitution. Fuck separation of church and state. They're funneling all our goddamn money to these fucking idiots so they can spread their propaganda religion, their fucking ancient monkey text across the country and across the globe. Fresh out of the Supreme Court, recent decision, Espinosa versus Montana State Department of Revenue, allowing taxpayer-funded grants to benefit private religious schools, South Carolina is now giving away millions of dollars that can go towards Christian indoctrination. This morning, 
South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster announced a new program called Safe Access to Flexible Education, which offers families a one-time $6,500 grant for private education during the upcoming school year. The schools involved can be religious schools. The $32 million program is part of a $48 million discretionary spending account. McMaster office received the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economy Security Act. So, so much of this coronavirus bullshit, I'm talking about the bills they passed to combat it, was specifically intended to go towards religious organizations and buy people's votes for Republicans. Just think of all the better places that money can go right now in the time of crisis. And this is where they're spending our money, folks. After we're done with the fucking police, it's time to go for the military next. And then after that, it's time to go for the justice system after that. And then after that, it's time to go for the fucking shit like this. The protest should never fucking end until this entire goddamn system is burned to the fucking ground and rebuilt from scratch. Enough is enough of this shit. It's t- like, I wasn't even before it before, but now I'm ready for fucking revolution. Enough of this. Especially after today. We're not going to talk too much about this. We're going to cover nothing but religious stuff tonight. But especially after today, where Trump issued uh, Project Legend where they're sending even more secret police around, out around cities across the countries. Man, it's getting fucking scary, folks. It's getting scary. But people are fighting back. Tune in Friday. We're going to cover more of that. Let's continue on with the uh, religious bullshit right now. Well, let's take a break and read the chats a little bit. Let's see how angry you guys are in the chats. Dusty, I love you, man. I love you, Joseph Dunn. Burn it all. Burn it all the ground. Get it, Dusty. I will. Fire sale. Absolutely. Tax the churches. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen under Trump, and it's not going to happen under Biden either, unfortunately. Maybe someday we'll get somebody in office who will actually tax the churches. This is how Nazi Germany... It's absolutely how Nazi Germany happened. A hundred percent. I never thought I'd see this shit. But I was reading earlier, the people, the conservatives, cheering for Project Legend, cheering for more secret police spread across the country cheering the black bagging of peaceful protesters the throwing into unmarked vans of trump's political enemies exactly 100 percent how fascism started folks historically the people fighting against the secret police were the heroes and the people supporting them were the baddies and this is no exception a hundred fucking percent if you're supporting this bullshit you're a fucking fascist you're part of the problem. You're the baddie. No question about it. But many Christians tell me all the time, Trump is not a Christian for fuck's sake. He's not a Christian, but he can still buy up the churches and get their fucking support. They don't give a shit if he's a Christian or not. They want his money. $10 billion, folks. That's what it's all about. I'm looking for my Confederate flag emoji. Hold on. Definitely. Definitely. I have all kinds of Confederate flag emojis on my shit. You know, it's true. Um, Call to us. I remember TJ and company turned on you. Do you think he will ever apologize? Uh, no. He never apologized to me. But, uh, like, TJ doesn't hate me, though. TJ, TJ likes me. And uh, he respects me. But he feels like uh, I kind of rejected him. I kind of turned my back on his friendship and his, uh, you know, they asked me, to, he didn't, but Ben asked me to go on tour with them, the drunken peasants, during their hey ta- heyday. They were going to go on tour. They are going to do like this Chapo Trap House thing 
where they take their podcast on tour and they wanted somebody to open for them. And so they discussed me doing it. And then he made that video telling people to vote for Trump. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't go on a fucking tour with you guys. And so I kind of rejected them. And he feels rejected by me. And I call him out on his bullshit just like I do everybody, right? But you can't, like, I call my mom out on her bullshit, too. You can't let that make you butthurt and shit. But anyway. Um, Michael Brooks, like the match for me. It's time to burn it all down. Or lit the match for me. Yeah. Rest in power, Michael Brooks. TJ thinks Dusty is sexy. I mean, <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that. If these con men weren't pastors, they would be doing telemarketing scenes and selling used cars. Yeah, they'd be fucking uh, like the Wolf of Wall Street, selling penny stocks to dipshits. Um, all right. Let me read the super chats, and then we'll continue on. Super chat, 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 chat. What we got to do, what we got to do here. Um... All right, Elijah Miller. King Elijah Miller. That one guy, $10. Hope you're doing well and cats are too. We're all doing good. Thank you, that one guy. Joseph M. Berkemeyer, $4.99. Much love, Dustin Cotter Smith, $20.24. I don't want to be vice president or president, but absolutely Cortez. I'm definitely down for that. I'm unelectable anyway. Like, I have skeletons in my closet. Um, so I've said too much shit. I've done too many bad shit. I'm a better person now, but I have, I have a bad history. So, Syringe Rose, four ninety nine. I love your religious BS videos. It was those that made me a big fan of yours years back. Here's to a great show tonight. Love you and the furries. I love you back, Syringe Rose. Thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. Good to see you. James Black, $5. Never Biden voter here. Also never Trump. But your petty 2020 is sinking in. Keep repeating it. You might win me over. Kisses. Yep. Uh, like, you need anything else? Pettiness 2020, fuck these motherfuckers up on the pulpit. Breaking the law, don't give a shit. Bought and paid for by Trump. Make them cry. Hurt their feelings. Pettiness 2020. Thank you, James Black. And Elijah Miller, King Elijah. And once again, amazing. Thank you, King Elijah. Tonight's show is dedicated to you. Brian C, $2. Fight the good fight, Dusty. ACAP and BLM. Hell yeah, you know I'm going to, Brian C. Atari DC, $5. The devil is a bitch. Bitch! Yep. Fuck the, actually, no, the devil's not a bitch. The devil's pretty cool. It's God that's a bitch. It's like God is clearly the bad guy in the Bible. The devil's actually pretty cool about everything. He just wanted to get people to knowledge. He wanted everybody to fucking party. I'm for the devil, to be honest with you. Ben Davis, $20. Thank you, Ben Davis. Very generous. Been a while, Dusty. Glad to help the cause. I appreciate Ben Davis. You rock. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Corey Davis. Any kind of Ben, Corey. The business I work for is probably going bankrupt because they couldn't get PPA money, and they've been doing... a around for 40 years so frustrating yeah man too busy bribing the churches you know maybe if they supported donald trump they could have got some of that ppp money and a lot of that too a lot of these forgivable loans that are just they're not loans folks this is the government just handing out money went directly to trump businesses and trump's friends and trump's family obviously it's all a money grab folks it should make people riot in the streets but they won't about this so sad. The fuck glorified others. Like it or not, Biden is way more religious than Trump. I mean, yes. Personally, he is more religious than Trump. But as far as uh, pandering to religious people and bribing them and, uh, you know, that kind of shit. No, he's, he's, he doesn't behave the same way that Trump does towards religious people. So he's actually the much better candidate when it comes to that. But yeah, like, Personally, yes, he's more religious. Do you think Dem should lean into that to woo voters that can be peeled off Trump? I hope so. Uh, I don't think they have to. But, like, if they did, I guess I'd be okay with it. Because, like, we got to get Trump out of there. And, Corey Davis, I will read yours when I get back. Let's continue on with the show. 30 minutes in. 
Next up, as always, uh, this show is brought to you by the friendly atheist who is not paying me. I should be paying him. And uh, if you guys don't want to support me, then go support him at Meta because uh, he does a good job keeping track of all this stuff. And I basically just crib his entire goddamn blog for this show. And I thank him at Meta for putting in the hard work. Sorry, I'm such a fucking thief. So anyway, Texas finally issues a face mask mandate, but guess who's exempt from it? Yep, religious schools can ignore it. Not regular schools, folks. They're not special like religious schools. But religious schools, don't worry about it. You guys can spread corona to everybody. Why not? You're Jesus' special people. I'm sure he'll protect everybody, but he won't. Churches are getting people killed all over the place. We're about to cover that. You fucking idiot! Let's get rid of this guy, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Gotta go. Texas gotta do fucking better. I saw a poll earlier that Biden is actually leading to Texas over Trump. Holy shit! Trump not doing very well if he's losing Texas, folks. Hopefully that stands up. But he'll probably uh, bribe everybody to vote for him in Texas and win. We'll see what happens. But at least some of the evangelicals are standing up against Trump. This organization put out this video telling all the Christians that Trump is obviously using you. Obviously. How can you not see this? I mean, I understand they're incredibly fucking stupid. They literally believe the Bible's true, so the lowest people humanly possible but at least a few of them are waking up in a stunning new ad from the group republican voters against trump it's not the lincoln project a number of conservative christians who grew up in the church make the argument that donald trump is simply using them for their votes while rejecting the basic principles of their faith you think to which everyone respond uh, yeah we know we know we've been telling you this for years but better late than ever i guess and it's only a minute long pretty good ad let's have a look I grew up in the church. I attended a private Christian high school. You look at a way someone lives their life and you believe them. Grab them by the pussy. You're a star. They let you do it. I was taught the principle that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. When he used force to clear Lafayette Park and to stand in front of St. John's to bludgeon and gas peaceful protesters for a ridiculous photo op. The moment that he held up that Bible, he revealed this president is using us. Christians have to resist being used to justify things that Jesus would never justify. Very fine people on both sides. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not boast. I am the chosen one. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. What's going on now is wrong. And as a Republican, as a Christian, we simply cannot allow this man to be reelected. So good on, good on you guys. Like, at least a few of you are standing up. Everything you say is completely true. If you want to follow actual the teachings of Christ, I wouldn't have a problem with a lot of Christians. It's the fact that you guys, um, so many of you don't. So many of you literally do the opposite of what Jesus said. Like Trump is the least Jesus-like person I could possibly imagine. Yet he is loved almost like a god by the evangelical Christians. So just like I, like I say all the time, it lays the game bare. It shows you guys are just hypocrites. They don't actually believe what you claim. It's about something way different than you're pretending. But don't worry, folks. The Louisiana governor, he got it covered. He calling for three days of fasting and prayer. Yeah! That's going to solve corona, it, folks. Corona's over. How corona going to spread when we skip lunch? It can't, folks. It's scientifically impossible for corona to spread if you don't eat lunch. Don't worry, everyone. 
the COVID crisis will end soon because Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards, a Democrat, yeah, it's fucking Democrat. Let's get rid of this motherfucker. Got to be some other Democrat to run against him. I didn't independent anybody. Has called for three days of fasting and prayer beginning on Monday, but only during lunch because God wouldn't want to inconvenience you too much. Yeah, it's fasting, but only lunch, folks. You know, God doesn't expect you to do that much. Just skip lunch and pray. Pray your ass off. Don't you know that's what we need? No, motherfucker, that's not what you need. That is nothing. In fact, that, that's worse than nothing. Because it makes people think they're doing something when they're not actually doing anything, which is worse. Give them a false sense of security. Give them a false sense of uh, worth. That they're actually taking needing, needed steps when they're not. Fuck you, Governor John Bell Edwards. Get that motherfucker out of there. Hell to the no. And folks, you want to know why America is such a shithole right now? You want to know why it's burning to the ground and we're uh, we're a war zone right now? 140, almost 150,000 people dead now. I think we lost another 1,000 people today to COVID-19. Every three days is another 9-11. It's because the people running this country, the people who are elected officials in charge of shit are like this person. State Representative in Louisiana, Danny McCormick, who was elected last year, posted a video yesterday in which he proceeded to set fire to a face mask before pretending to use a chainsaw on another one. It's this kind of a publicity stunt. And the sad thing is, it works for his constituents, for the bottom of the barrel, low-minded, empty-headed dipshits that voted for this guy. They're like, yeah! He took a chainsaw to a mask. This is amazing. It's just like we're being run by eight-year-olds, by children, by the dumbest motherfuckers on the goddamn planet. Let's have a look at this cringe. Oh, hey, guys. Louisiana State Representative Danny McCormick talking to you today about mask mandates. Masks aren't bad. Mask mandates are. As many of you know, the city of Shreveport has announced an emergency order making masks mandatory. Good! The Constitution is being shredded before our very eyes. Oh, is it? Well, does... <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Is it illegal for people to ask you to wear clothes? When you go to Walmart, is it illegal, is it against the Constitution for Walmart to expect you to wear clothes? No? Then why is it illegal for the for Walmart to tell you to wear a mask? What's the difference? Explain it to me. Go. Can't do it. Can't do it, you stupid fuck. Yes. This isn't about whether you want to wear a mask. So, so sad, too. He didn't even do it. He couldn't even chainsaw a mask correctly. Look at this. Human failure. Yeah, this yeah. isn't about whether you want to wear a mask or you don't want to wear a mask. This is about your right to wear a mask or not. This is about liberty. No, this is about people's lives, you fuck. This is about 150,000 people dead. This is about old folks' homes being decimated because you ignorant fucks won't even do the basic, decent human thing to protect people's lives. It's because idiots put the worst humans in office like you to represent us. That's the problem here. 
Your body is your private property. This guy's against abortion, 100% against abortion, does not believe that in any way possible. If the government has the power to force you to wear a mask, they can force you to stick a needle in your arm against your will. They can put a microchip in you. They can even make you take the mark. After all, it's for the greater good. What the fuck? It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. We went from masks to now, oh my God. If you have to wear a mask, they can put the mark of the beast on you. First of all, that doesn't exist. That's some fairy tale evangelicals made up like a hundred years ago. It's just the dumbest shit. What the fuck? These are our elected representatives, folks. Never vote Republican ever. God damn it. What, what is wrong with you people? You see? No, I don't. Government needed a villain. Hell. People who don't wear a mask will be soon painted as the enemy. You are the Just enemy! Just as they did the Jews in Nazi Germany. Oh, God damn it. What the fuck? No. The Jews weren't spreading a disease that killed 150,000 people. You are the enemies. You don't even give a shit about your fellow human being enough to inconvenience yourself minorly by putting a mask on in public. Yes, you're the baddies. Now is the time to push back before it's too late. Bring it, motherfuckers. This is a call to action. We can preserve America by taking a stand in our communities. Thank you, I love you, and God bless. Yeah, fuck you, fuck your God, get this motherfucker out of office. Vote out State Representative Danny McCormick. Come on, Louisiana, I know there's a lot of goddamn redneck fucks out there, but you can't be this dumb, surely. Surely you have to be smarter than this. And if they're not, like, at some point, maybe we should shut the borders between states down. The states that don't want to have uh, mandatory mass rules. The states where this shit is spiking. Maybe they shouldn't be allowed to travel into our states until they get their shit under control. I don't know, folks. It's just scary. And uh, my new favorite person in the world. This is uh, Deanna Lorraine. And she batshit crazy. And she's like, oh my god. Trump is wearing a mask. He's alienating his base by wearing a mask. You're so weak, Trump. Don't wear a mask. Don't show any kind of leadership whatsoever during a time of global pandemic. No. Right wing, watch this video. It's presented for educational purposes and make a team bullshit. Lots of bullshit. So let's do it, right wing watch. President Trump uh, is, I feel, a little bit taking his base for granted and is taking the vote for granted. He needs to go full steam ahead with his rallies. I don't care what the media criticizes him for or not. We're in almost... I agree. Do that, Trump. Do that so we can trace thousands of cases back to Corona to your rallies. That's going to really help your re-election chances. That's literally the only reason he doesn't have rallies anymore. You think he really gives a shit about killing people? Nope. He just don't look bad for it. So please listen to this clearly sane woman, Trump. Almost August now, and we've had one rally. That's not good. His main, you know, his one of his strengths is his energy and his patriotism and his strength um, and the enthusiasm behind his rallies. All of us coming together in unison, and we've not had any of that. Yeah, his strength is how much encouragement he gets from his rallies. Hmm. That reminds me of somebody, but I can't put my finger on it. Who was incredibly popular because they had amazingly large rallies with cheering? I, I can't put my, somebody. Some seems like that person had secret police too, but I I, I don't know. Drawing a blank.
The Democrats were very, very smart, very sophisticated with this plan. They have killed his rallies and he's fallen right into this trap and it sucks. Um, he has fallen into this trap. And I know that's not a popular opinion to say, but look, he just wore a mask a few days ago, oh, no. which makes it that much more difficult for us people who understand the science and the health behind masks uh, to defend against that. Because now he's wearing a mask and all, all the media feel like he's submitted into it and he... Uh, and he and they won, you know, they're even saying the headlines, we won, you know, Trump finally wore a mask and bowed down, basically. So he um, he needs to step it up. I'm sorry, President Trump. You know, I've been your biggest cheerleader since day one. But if you want to win this election, you cannot take our vote for granted. Absolutely not. Uh, it is not a shoe in. It's not um, it's not an open and closed. <laughs> yes, it is. You're 100 percent going to vote for Trump no matter what he does. Why are you lying? You just trying to get people killed in the meantime. Hilarious. Hilarious. Case at all. And now more than ever, we need these rallies. We need enthusiasm. We need you to stand up for us and fight for us and call out the BS. Call out the fact that masks, mandatory masks are BS. Don't promote it even more by wearing them in public or having Melania Trump wear it in public. You know, it's, it's really ridiculous. Hilarious, folks. Trump finally does something right. After four months, after encouraging people not to wear a mask, after his uh, base following his lead and throwing tantrums all across the country because they don't want to wear a mask, he finally does something decent and they're angry at him for it. Love to see it. Love to fucking see it. Are you the baddies? Yeah, I think you might be. And uh, folks, did you know that masks were a secular religious symbol. Because you know that exists. First of all, like uh, the, the word secular, it literally means denoting attitudes, activities, or other things that have no religious or spiritual basis. So this is like, uh, yeah, I'm getting fucked as a symbol of virginity. It's an oxymoron. These things don't, uh, don't go together. But maybe you thought you were wearing a mask to protect yourself from contracting or spreading COVID-19. But Alex Castellanos is pretty sure he knows better. As far as he's concerned, that mask serves only one purpose. You're trying to prove you're better than him, you virtue signalers. Why you virtue signal wearing that mask? A longtime Republican strategist, Castellanos, described the mask as politically symbolic, a claim that's hard to refute when Trump supporters are eschewing the mask that Trump himself has written off as politically correct. Yep, true story. Rather than, you know, potentially life-saving. But he also brought the language of religion to the table. Mask wearing has become a totem. A secular religious symbol. Because that exists. Castellano said Christians wear crosses. Muslims wear hijab. And members of the Church of Secular Science bow to the gods of data. <laughs> yeah. I do bow to data in science. I mean, that part is true. It's not a religion, it's just how the logical mind works. You know, logic is simply examining the evidence and deciding upon the evidence what is more likely to be true than not. It's the way a logical mind works. It's not even a choice. It's just how your mind works when you're logical. Um, by wearing a mask as their symbol, demonstrating that they are the elite. I mean, that's true. I, I do agree with that. We are smarter than you. We are more elite than you. If you're too fucking stupid or careless 
or unempathetic to wear a mask primarily meant to save old people's lives, then yeah, I think I am um, smarter, more rational, and I am more morally superior to you. I, I do agree with that. You, you're definitely right about that. And, and uh, But it's true. I am. I am smarter than you. I am more elite than you. I am more rational, and I am morally superior to you. So it helps that it's true. So anyway, stupid, stupid, gonna get us all killed. And I knew religion was evil, but fuck, this pandemic has really brought it out of the woodwork. About to show you even more of it. About to show you all the people that are dying from this. But, um, here's some black Karens, man. Black women! Why are you being Karens? That's supposed to be a white woman thing! But here they are. They got arrested at a uh, city council meeting because they refused to wear masks. And they making fools and asses out of themselves and getting pushed out. So let's watch. Why are you wearing clothes? Why don't you come naked? Why don't you come naked? Push your titties out and be like, Folks, I have the freedom to shake my titties on your face. You're taking away my freedom. I mean, I would actually be okay with that. As long as you're wearing a mask, I'm okay with you showing your titties, to be honest with you. You could be totally nude as long as you're wearing a mask and maybe a mask over your vagina. I don't know. I don't think, uh, I don't guess the coronavirus. Uh, never mind. Let's move on. Just arrest me. Just arrest me. And they're like, okay, get outside first. Fuck your purse. You get arrested first. And, uh, I agree with those cops, but also fuck them because all cops are bastards. Yeah. Don't want to give them too much of a shout out. And, uh, a Texas pastor irresponsibly reopened a church. Now 50 members have COVID. Shocker. If only somebody would have warned them. If only somebody could have seen this come. Yeah, we saw it coming. We told you, you stupid pieces of shit. What the fuck? What the fuck? One of the criticisms people like me have had about reopening churches or schools in the midst of the pandemic is that, unlike grocery stores, there are places meant for social gatherings. You can say you'll practice social distancing all you want, but when people see their friends again, Maybe for the first time in months, they undoubtedly going to embrace and be in close proximity to one another. And you can have churches like teleconferencing. You don't have to be in person to do that. In fact, the Bible specifically says you're not supposed to pray out in public. You're supposed to do that shit in private. So uh, in a way, churches are sort of unbiblical. That's what happened in Calvary Chapel, a church in San Antonio, Texas. They opened up last month while keeping all of the rules to the letter of the law. Uh-huh. But this is a state run by Republicans. Their COVID rules are awful. Their governor didn't mandate face masks in public until late last week. It was never enough to do the bare minimum, especially when your leaders are right-wing idiots. Pastor Ron Arbaugh now admits that he's to blame. Yeah, no shit. You dumb fuck. You're going to get people killed. If you're to blame, retire. 
Take responsibility. Go down with your ship. Motherfucker. Since more than 50 church members have tested positive for the virus. Now, at least one person is on a ventilator. However, Pastor Arbaugh said, that member was already in the hospital. At least 50 others have tested positive for the virus, including Pastor Arbaugh and his wife. Thoughts and prayers, motherfucker. Although he said they have both since recovered. Boo. He said the majority have reported mild symptoms and he has been in constant communication with people within the church. I accept first responsibility. I'm the leader of the church, said this goddamn idiot. If I could have done it all over again, I would have said no hugging. Yeah, that was the problem, folks. That was his flaw here. Not that he had the church to begin with. Not that he went against all the recommendations and opened up. It was that he let them hug. That's the problem. No, motherfucker. I mean, yes, but no. Why did you let them hug? That was obviously incredibly stupid, but you shouldn't have had the church open in the first place. What is wrong with you? Pastor Arbaugh said, when they initially reopened, many people were happy to be back and were giving one another hugs. Yeah, no shit, motherfucker. But even if they weren't giving other hugs, you still would have spread the virus. No doubt about it. God damn it. And there's much, much, much more of this, folks. Tennessee pastor, we gave up keeping count of COVID cases in our church. Yeah, why wouldn't you give up keeping count? I mean, yeah, if you're responsible in any way, you should keep track of it all and you should uh, trace the people and let everybody who's come in contact with them know they have COVID-19 so it doesn't spread and quarantine all these folks. But no, nah, you help spread it. But why would you keep track of it? Why would you do the decent human thing at all? Just don't keep track of it. On May 31st, to celebrate the grand opening of their new building, the Westmore Church of God in Cleveland, Tennessee, held an in-person celebration. On June 27th, 22nd, they held another huge in-person gathering that brought together several hundred people for the three-hour indoor service. You know where this is going. Yes, I do. Because of the lack of precautions, no mandatory face masks, no real social distancing, a choir, oh my God, they had a choir singing. You might as well just spit in everybody's mouth. That spread the virus through singing, people putting their hands on each other. You putting your hands on each other to pray? You laid on hands? Oh my, you should charge the people crime. They should be charged the crimes, okay? At some point, ignorance is no excuse. At some point, negligence has to take hold. These people ought to be allowed to be sued, and they ought to be facing criminal charges, in my opinion. It didn't take long for people to test positive. No shit. On June 24, two days after that gathering, Westmore's lead pastor, Calvin Page, announced the first COVID-19 case in his congregation. The next day, Page announced in a Facebook video that there were five cases in the church. The day after that, June 26, Page said there were at least 12 confirmed cases. And the church services would be online for June 28th to July 5th. On July 1st, Westmore said in a statement that the church leadership was made aware of a number of additional confirmed cases in the congregation. During Thursday interview, Page said, maintaining an exact count of sick people in the church is complicated. It's not that complicated. You just don't want to do it because you don't be held responsible for what you are responsible for. Since some believe they got the virus at another location. Yeah, sure they did. And tested positive for influenza. Yes, that COVID-19, folks. It's just the flu. We're not in denial at all. We're not just bullshitting to cover for our church. I don't know the exact number. Well, that's on you, fucko. He told the radio station, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know within a range. I do know that it is way too many and we've got to live and learn from it. And so we gave up on keeping count. Oh, my fucking God. Charge him with a crime. 
This is gross negligence. I do regret that I can't give you the exact number if you don't regret it that bad. If you regretted it, you would have kept track of it, right? You would have done the minimum due diligence if you actually gave a shit. I would want to own that. You could have. You clearly did not want to own it. You could have. We do know that it is it hit us hard and that it is way too many people sue this motherfucker into the goddamn ground. I bet this guy got a million dollars from Trump. I bet he got brought a million dollars from taxpayer money to kill people. This is what our country is now, folks. Secret police and Trump bribing preachers that spread a pandemic that's going to kill our grandma. Man, this ain't the fucking America I knew. I mean, I guess it is. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is. This is the America it's always been finally unmasked to where privileged motherfuckers like me can see it. That's what's happening here. And here's an example. Getting good people killed. If you've read the newspaper obituary for Carson Lee Davis, a 17-year-old who died of COVID-19-related complications last month, it's easy to like her, even if you've never met her. She volunteered. She worked with her church to give gifts to kids who didn't have the same privileges she had. She helped out in a special needs classroom. She wrote Christmas cards for soldiers. She participated in her high school's bowling league and choir. She was on the honor roll. She did all the things, all this while dealing with her own autoimmune disorder and dealing with the loss of her father who died when she was 10. She was autoimmune deficient, folks. And her mom talked her into going to this revival anyway. <laughs> the church in court. Let me, let me see what I'm doing. According to the public medical examiner's report obtained by the website, Carson's mother, Carol Burden Davis, took her to an event hosted by their church on June 10th. And and the church took the flyer for this event down because they're fucking cowards who are trying to hide what they fucking did. They're fucking trying to hide their crimes. But here it is. Service is back and better than ever. All right. Yeah, we're back, motherfuckers. Come and die. Come and let us get you killed in the name of Jesus. We will be having our release party in the gym tonight at 645. There will be games, awesome giveaways, free food, a DJ and music. Yeah, let's all dance together. And the start of our new sermon series. And we'll be starting summer nights afterwards with karaoke. Karaoke? You gonna let these motherfuckers sing in a small room to each other? You might as well just... Spit in each other's faces. What the fuck? And basketball. Yeah, folks. Let's get all sweaty. Breathe hard on each other and play basketball during a global pandemic. What could happen? What could possibly go wrong? We hope to see you there. Yeah, those of you who survive. We hope to see you there. Yeah, she died, folks. Her mom, who is not a doctor, then prescribed her daughter after she got sick. Azathromycin? An antibacterial drug with no known benefit for fighting COVID-19 for several days. During that treatment period, Carson developed headaches and sinus pressure and a cough. So basically, they didn't take her to the doctor in time. They just trying to pray and give her bullshit. And she died. Yep, she died. And her mom is a devout follower of the QAnon conspiracy theory, which recently got banned from uh, Twitter. I saw Shoe on Head was all mad about it. She went ahead and was like, I don't support this. I don't support QAnon, which has already gotten one person killed. You know, not, not this, and I, this, like lots of people killed through their bullshit, but one person specifically killed by one of the QAnon members went and murdered somebody, and they're just, they spread this bullshit. Uh, no private company has any obligation to platform these motherfuckers. 
And she's an anti-vaxxer too, this girl's mom. So, yeah, folks. Really sad to see. I'm sorry that girl has such a dumbass mom. Sorry you had to die for that. I'm sorry these churches are getting you killed. And uh, they're still doing it, folks. An Idaho church had an in-person, indoor, massless service for 1,000 people. This was recently on Sunday morning, Christ Church in Moscow. Idaho decided to hold a joint service, one large service, instead of several smaller ones. Yeah, why would you not want to hold a giant one? Put as many people in the same small room crowded together without masks as you possibly can. What could go wrong? Leading to more than 1,000 people in a single gymnasium. No face mask, and based on the picture, virtually no social distancing. Look at these folks. Look at them. This is criminal, folks. Got to put these motherfuckers in jail and make an example out of them. Pastor Doug Wilson, whose list of Christian hits includes saying same-sex marriage is worse than slavery. Of course it is, folks. You having booty sex? That's worse than enslaving a human being. Fuck you. And that Christian women are a lot prettier than unbelieving lumberjack dykes. Classy. As you might expect, he didn't seem to care about putting everyone in harm's way. We wouldn't be here if we didn't think it was safe, Wilson said. God damn it, charge him with a crime when these people die. You know they're going to die, folks. Not just them. They're going to get other people killed. He should be in jail for every person that dies, every person connected to the people that he helped get sick, all of them. He should be charged with crimes. Our church is growing, and we're looking at the prospects of planting churches, Wilson said. And we want it to remain unified as we do so. And periodic joint meeting is a good way to keep the unity. He just cares about money. This is all 100% about money. They make less money when they have to teleconference. They're greedy fucks. They don't give a shit about your life. They don't give a shit about these old people. They're going to get you fucking killed because of greed. That's what it's all about. They should be punished. The one thing we did not do was ask everybody to wear masks, Wilson said. So, yeah, like we haven't found out what the outbreak's going to be like yet because it happened too recently. But it's going to be horrific. The fallout for this is going to be horrific, folks. Just wait for it. Just God damn it. God damn it. Christianity's going to get us all fucking killed, man. So frustrating to watch this shit happen. And, uh, you guys know that God doesn't want you to wear a mask. This is Deanna Lorraine again. My new favorite human being. And she a genius, folks. She knows what God wants from you. Right wing watch, let's skip you right wing watch, go right to her stupid bullshit, right wing watch. I don't want any kind of vaccine ever, but especially not one that is conducted at warp speed and that is skipping all the animal testing and skipping all the normal vaccine protocols for testing. Why would you want that? I mean, no Democrat, Republican, There's no one should want that. It is. It should be a nonpartisan issue that no one wants that kind of crap in your body that hasn't been properly tested and that that has been verified to have mouse uh, mouse genes inside of it that has uh, robotic nanoparticles inside of it. I don't want robotic nanoparticles in my body. I'm sorry. I, I love robotic nanoparticles. If those existed, inject those into me. Stat. I want all of the nanoparticles in me. That sounds amazing. And yeah, we don't want any of that crap. But this is the war that it's becoming. It is much, much more than just a mask. And actually, I have I ran out of time today, but I have some biblical verses that I'll share with you next time oh, that shares that biblically, God does not want us wearing masks. Right. Masks are a symbol also of hiding yourself. Mm, you would think an all-powerful God who didn't want us to do something 
could keep us from doing it. How is it possible for God's will not to be done if he's all powerful? Doesn't make any sense to me. Of doing bad deeds, inappropriate deeds or malicious things that you need to hide from. And it is also a symbol of stripping us of our unique identity because we're wearing a mask. We can't, we're not unique anymore. We are all this, we're all the same. Wait, well, God can't see through mask? Even Superman can see through mask? What are you talking about? Pretty sure a guy can still see what you look like even if you have a mask on unless he, uh, it's not all powerful. Is that what you're saying here, chick? Not very consistent. And God doesn't see us that way. He sees us as, as he created all unique individuals. He also sees us as being good and anyone who is doing good deeds should not be living in high. I thought we were all born sinners who have fallen short of the glory of God. Haven't you ever read the Bible? I've read it a couple times. I think I may know more about than you. Being in the shadows behind a mask. And lastly, uh, a mask is a symbol of fear. You're living in fear. If you have a mask on, it means you actually don't trust God. Um, I, I guess that's true. It is sort of a symbol of fear. I'm afraid that my dumb ass is going to get somebody else sick and kill them. So I guess my love for other people not sure if that's fear or not. I guess it's empathy, compassion, caring. Makes a little bit of fear. So I guess I'll give you that one. Partial credit. You don't have faith. You're living in fear instead of faith. And of course, that's the Marxist true. globalist oh God, Satanists that are pushing all this, they are trying to invert reality and pervert God and Christians. And they want to take us away. They want to isolate us from God, isolate us from other humans. And, uh, and make us... Wait, 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 wait. How does isolating you from other humans isolate you from God? Isn't God everywhere? Isn't he omniscient and all around? What the fuck are you talking about? And, and deprive of, uh, us of that faith so that we rely on the government, the media telling us what to do and telling us whether to be fearful or not. I'd much rather you depend on health experts instead of faith, which literally means belief in something without evidence than instead of God. I prefer to have faith. I will live by faith instead of by fear. How about you? Yeah, you live in fear. You live in constant fear of an imaginary God. You guys live in the most fear. You literally believe you're gonna be tortured forever. If you don't follow this cult, how could you live in more fear than that? That is the ultimate in mental terrorism. Hypocrisy, you are hypocrites. And Joshua Fernstein, remember Joshua Fernstein? The amazing Joshua Fernstein. He back, folks, after a long hiatus. Christian evangelist and hate preacher Joshua Fernstein was temporarily banned from Facebook. Good, but made his unceremonious return this week, cranking out a fresh dose of insanity to his 2.6 million followers. Take, for instance, this video condemning face mask mandates as something only she would follow. Right, so there's all these videos. Oh God, here he is, let me refresh it. I just wanna say before we start this video, um, man, looking good, Joshua. Have you been working out? Man, looking svelte, svelte. I definitely wanna take health advice from this guy. Doesn't this guy look extremely healthy? Yeah, don't take advice from doctors. Don't take advice from expert. Take advice from uh, the amazingly healthy Joshua Fernstein. So there's all these videos going viral on the internet of these Costco Karens holding their phones up, videoing these people that refuse to wear masks. So, so he's calling the people videoing the Karens, Karens. That's the crazy part. Yeah, if you're filming Karens, that makes you the Karens, not them. And that's not how that works, Joshua Fernstein.
One of these Costco Karens holding their phones up, videoing these people that refuse to wear masks, calling them names and sending a message to them about, look, my video is not for the people that- Calling them names. They literally call them Karens, which is exactly what you just called the people that filmed them. Yeah, they're the ones calling names. You're literally doing what you're accusing them of doing. You couldn't go more than three seconds without being a fucking hypocrite. Calling them names and sending a message to them about, look, my video is not for the people that refuse to wear masks. It's for the people instead that think that the government has the right to mandate mask wearing. So here's a message for you the best way you can understand it. That was stop being stupid and sheep, okay? So Doesn't the Bible continuously tell you that it's good to be a sheep? Don't you guys literally consider yourselves the flock of God? Isn't he your shepherd? The Lord be my shepherd. Like, it literally says there are people in the Bible. Why do I know more about the Bible than all you people do? It's because I'm an atheist, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's why. That's why I'm an atheist, because I know more about the Bible than you do. That's right. Silly Dusty. Let's stop being stupid and sheep, okay? I so will. if you agree with me, take a moment, click share, and as always, God bless. Have a very... Yeah, and uh, got like a million likes, folks. This guy's making tons of money still out this shit. He can make a 20-second video. And we'll make 100 times more money off that 20-second video than I make off you know, a week of my shows. That's the, the depressing part of all this shit. But it's okay. It's not about the money. It's about doing the right thing. Not being a fucking con man that's going to get people killed. Like a handsome, studly Josh Fernstein. Good goddamn y'all. And uh, that's all my uh, COVID coverage for now. We're already in. I might do a almost two-hour show tonight. I thought it was going to be over by now, but I guess I had more material than I thought. Let's go ahead and read the chats. Whoa, Dusty Fierstein doesn't read the Bible. Come on now. I know, right? What was I thinking? Don't be a sheep is also a Christian. I know, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Huh. It's like one of the goddamn main fucking prayers. I kind of want to buy that car. I can't afford not to. And I'll punch him in the face. I'm not for bonnets. Uh, eat another sausage, fart stain. I'm not going to make fun of his weight. Uh, <laughs> this guy ate all the masks. That's pretty funny. That's mean. That's not funny. Uh, the handblicker wants his outfit back, I know. You know you're not supposed to wear, like, vertical stripes when you're heavy. That's what I've heard. Uh, weak God, yep. God is weak, yo, God's not an awesome God. He sucks all the balls in a bad way. They are the victims. They're always the victim. I don't like anti-mask woman. She's amazing. What are you talking about? Deanna Karen, yep. Christian Karen, Karen behind and behind makeup. Yeah, why are you hiding behind makeup? God loves you as you are. He sees you as you are. That's like wearing a mask all over your face. She just gets better than Mingo Mussolini. Hell yeah. Trump is hiding behind an orange face. I know, right? Don't want you to see how pasty and old he is. He's got to have tons of makeup caked on his face. Michelle Bachman's daughter does look like her. Um, can I smoke that? Nano blunts. That'd be good. Pass me some nano blunts. Um, robotic nano what? The earth is sick and tired of its human fleas. Oh, God damn it. Fleas! My arch enemy fleas must murder them all. Dish bish dumb. I know, right? 
Christians not sitting their best. Not sitting your best Christians. Yeah. All right, let me read the super chats and I'm going to continue on with the show. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Corey Davis. George Soros told me to give you this money. Finally, I'm getting my Soros checks about goddamn time. I sold out so long ago and hanging made a penny. Thank you for that. And holy shit, Elijah Miller, hero. Hero Elijah Miller. They're going to sing folk songs about Elijah Miller. Have you heard the tale of Elijah Miller? That motherfucker was really killer. Yeah. Someone match me. Help this man spread the truth and the kiddies need food and nip. I really appreciate Elijah Miller. You rock. You are the pillar holding up the show tonight. Another $50 from Elijah Miller. Another amazing, generous gesture. Appreciate that. In Joseph Dunn's name. Who is Joseph Dunn? Let's see. Joseph Dunn. He's the son of David Dunn and Audrey Dunn. Uh From Unbreakable? Am I missing something? I'm clearly missing something. Is it somebody we've already mentioned and I'm just stupid and forgetting? I'm an idiot, but I do appreciate that. You're amazing, Elijah Miller. Really appreciate that, dude. I'm going to do some good work with that money. Um... Michael Hanready, 20 pounds. Ireland loves you, Dusty. I love Ireland. I would do a a really uh, horrible imitation of Ireland, but the only thing I know, as far as accents go, is the Lucky Charms guy, and I'm not going to do that. But uh, appreciate that, Michael Hanrady, and uh, you're always after my Lucky Charms. We want to have your baby only after Kanye gives us a million dollars for babies. Then you can have my baby. You can have all of my babies. going to spread my seed everywhere. Thank you, Kanye. Man, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Kanye West has been breaking down. He's been posting about how he's been trying to divorce Kim Kardashian, how they're trying to lock his ass up. And uh, he's been calling Kim Kardashian's mom all kinds of really funny names. And apparently Dave Chappelle went and tried to help him out, and it, didn't, it still didn't go well because he still started posting manic, crazy shit. We're going to cover that all on Friday. Be sure to tune in Friday for the latest and crazy-ass Kanye material. Skype chest, $5. Thank you, Skype chest, $4.99. Appreciate that. Cora Davis, I'm a preacher. The only thing I can count is money. Yep, that's all they care about. Con man, Jesus needs your money. Ivy Evans, $10. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Ivy Evans. I really appreciate that. And Justin Joseph, I'll read yours when I come back. Let me continue on with the greatest show on earth, folks. Good news! Finally, a little bit of good news, folks. You guys might remember, I did an incredibly, incredibly cringy video several years back called Atheists Are the New N-Words. And I said the hard E-R N-Word like 90 times, but I was saying about myself, calling myself the N-Word, because a poll came out that atheists were the most mistrusted people in all of America. Behind, like, everybody. Like, behind, like, pedophiles and shit. Atheists were, like, distrusted more than anybody. But things are slowly but surely starting to change. Finally, for the first time ever, most Americans now believe you do not need to be, need God to be good, which is an incredible improvement. To my surprise, a new survey out today from the Pew Research Center finds that the majority of Americans, 54%, say you do not need God to be moral. Only 44% of the people in the U.S. believe God is a prerequisite for morality, a sharp decline from when this question was last asked in 2002, when the same number was 58 percent so 
We're winning them over slowly but surely. Obviously, you do not need God to be moral. All you need is empathy. In fact, if you need God to be moral, you're, you're a psychopath. Like, you don't want to be around anybody who believes that God makes them moral because if they wake up tomorrow and they suddenly stop believing in God, they're going to murder and rape you. So don't be around those motherfuckers because they sick in the brain. They insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. And next up, Florida superintendent says, kids choose to be gay. How does he know that? God told him. These are the people in charge of shit, folks. These are the people in charge of our goddamn schools. Look at this fuck, this arrogant fuck who is so delusional. He believes God tells him things that goes against our understanding of science. So I'm going to skip to the end of this where she fucking owns him. She spouts off a list of scientific and medical professionals and organizations that explain you are born gay for the most part. I think you could actually also choose to be gay because like i am very very straight i've been straight my whole life i've been primarily i mean not primarily entirely attracted to women my entire life but the but not, but when i got older i started thinking about you know uh allowing myself to find men attractive and i still i'm like 90 percent straight i'm still mostly find men disgusting but there are occasions where i can see a man and i can think hey i might let him blow me so like that's a choice. It can be a choice, but mostly the vast majority of it, you're born that way, just like I was born straight. So anyway, uh, here she is destroying his ass. Oh, who you're hugging, who you're proud of, and who you pander to. Phil Bishop. Really, Bill? Come on. I asked a question that night, and I may have heard you incorrectly, so I'm going to ask you one more time. And I'd like a yes or no answer, please. Do you believe that being gay Lesbian, bisexual, or transgender is a personal choice. He did ask me that. I said yes. What evidence do you use to support that determination? What book do you use to support that determination? I'll tell you, I'm relying on the American Medical Association, American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Association of School Administrators, the American Council Association, the American Federation of Teachers, the American Psychological Association, the American School Counselor Association, the American School Health Association, the Interfaith Alliance, National Association of School Psychologists, National Association of Secondary School Principals, National Association of Social Workers, National Education Association, and the Social Work Association of America, and on and on and on. And I'd like to know, on the other hand, who are you relying on? God. Thank you for your God. Good. I speak for good. I don't care about what science says. Good speaks to me. This is the guy who's in charge of your kids. In charge of the education of your children, folks. Got to get these religious people out of there. Don't want them fucking anywhere near it. They don't care about science. They don't care about facts. They're just delusional, mentally ill people who think God speaks to them. And uh, this evangelical author got backlash after showing support for her lesbian daughter. Why wouldn't you love your own kid unconditionally? Isn't it horrible to do so? So first off, before... She even knew her daughter was a lesbian. She came out in support of LGBTQ people. Guess what happened to her? The largest Christian bookseller in the country stopped selling her book because she came out in support of gay people. Is this cancel culture? Where are the conservatives at? This seems like this might be you guys' definition of cancel culture, but no, when a conservatives do it, it's totally different. But anyway, uh, even though she wasn't aware of it at the time, uh, her daughter 
later came out as a lesbian. And so she went on social media to practice what she preached before. She said she supported LGBTQ people. And when her daughter came out as a lesbian, she supported her. Did exactly what you're supposed to do. I can't get past the hundreds of messages and notes and emails and texts. Y'all are sending Sydney and me after our podcast last week. We screenshot and send them to each other every day because we are so undone. Estranged mom asking their gay children to forgive them. Gay grandmas coming out from the first time. Siblings and aunts and kids and trans people reaching out with apologies and connections. Mama saying that they can love and affirm. So good. They've been a good inspirational people. And they've gotten some positive feedback from people that they've helped to be comfortable in who they are. But of course... They took flack from dickheads who don't think that you should have unconditional love for your children. Because why would you? It's not like Jesus had unconditional love for people, did he? Nah. Writing for the Christian Post, Janine Law says, The majority of Christian dominations worldwide adhere to the Bible stance on homosexuality and teach that, while it's a sin, believers are commanded to love the sinner. Hatmaker and Sydney argue that love without affirmation is not enough. Yeah, right. Follow the fucking, you gotta love the sinner, but hate the sin. It's the same fucking exact same thing as, uh, as hating the sinner. It's no difference. Saying, I love you, but you're sinning against God. You're going to go to hell for it. That's a form of hate, regardless of how you try to couch it. And I love you, but, like, I'm not racist, but, um, and uh, here's Ken Ham. Beautiful Ken Ham. <sighs> Hatmaker has abdicated her role as a Christian parent. Fuck you. Instead of training her child the ways of the Lord, she is condoning her daughter doing whatever she wants with her sexuality. Oh, no! In direct conflict with what God's word teaches in places like Genesis 2.20. She ultimately condoning sin. Good. If you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. Make sure Jesus died for good reason. Certainly, Hatmaker needs to love her daughter, <laughs> but not condoning her sin is not love. Love also means you share the truth of God's word and pouring out sin, but do it with gentleness. Fuck you. You're not gentle, Ken Ham. <sighs> Horrible human being, Ken Ham. Love me some Bill Nye for destroying your ass. And, uh,. I don't think I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go ahead and skip over some of these. Um, true story, folks. This definitely 100% happened. Real life. This right-wing pastor once went into a hospital and healed a kid's broken pelvis. Yeah. He just went into a hospital because God told him to and walked in this strange kid's room that he didn't know and then started touching this strange kid uh, that he didn't know because this is normal behavior, folks. Listen, so many people need to be healed. This is uh, Pastor Robert Henderson. And listen, we do have a tremendous history. Oh, why isn't this on video? Why didn't you take a camera? I'm sure you have a cell phone. You could have recorded it. You could have showed everybody that miracles are true, which would have caused tons of people, including maybe me, to become Christians. Why didn't you do that? It's almost like you're full of shit and this never happened. I mean, I don't know why. I keep thinking about this. There was, I remember going to the hospital years ago because God told me to. That's a mental illness, dude. If God's speaking to you, go to the doctor. There was a young man that was in a hospital bed who had broken his pelvic bone in a car accident. God told me to go. God told me to walk into this stranger's room and touch him. I did not know that they were going to fly him from Waco 
They were going to fly him from here to Houston to put screws to pull the pelvic bone back together because it wasn't going to go back together by itself. So I went to the room, laid my hands on him. Yeah, you know, he wasn't creeped out by some stranger walking into his room and touching him. Totally normal. He began to vibrate. Oh, my God. He was in traction. He began to vibrate. It quite honestly concerned me because I thought, oh, God, let this be you. What the fuck else would it be? Obviously, it's God vibrating this dude through you. Why wouldn't God go through all this pageantry to vibrate this guy in traction through you? Why does he need you for? If God wanted this kid healed, why don't he just blink his eyes and the kid will be healed instantly without you having to go in this room like a creepy weirdo and touch a kid you don't even know? Calling bullshit on this story. Um, because he began to vibrate and shake, and when it was done, God had literally put his pelvic bone back together. That's what we found out later. The doctor came in and said to the mom, okay, we're ready to fly him. The mom said, no, we want another because of what happened. We want another x-ray. Yeah, your, the mom was there letting this creepy weirdo come in and touch your kid. And then she just believed he was all of a sudden healed. She argued with the doctor. The doctor got mad, but he finally said, I'll give you an x-ray. You're praying for it or you're paying for it. Whenever the x-ray Whenever they x-rayed him, to his amazement, God had put the pelvic bone back. See, these are very common things that happen. Okay, well, why didn't the mom go on social media and say, this happened? And the doctor would be like, oh my God, I witnessed this. A miracle actually happened. We have proof of this. Wouldn't everybody have gone public to praise you for this if this actually happened? Wouldn't they have wanted to uh, do experiments and shit on your ability to heal people if this actually happened? Wouldn't there be proof in any way except for your dumbass word, you obvious fucking con man? And if you have the powers to do this, why are you preaching? Why aren't you in every children's world ward right now healing the kids? The fact that you are not out there healing every children you come in contact with right now, doesn't that make you evil as shit? Why would anybody support you? You're obviously an incredibly evil human being, not using your magical powers to help as many kids as you can. Starting to think you might be full of shit. God damn it. Good news, folks. Love me some Satanists. At least somebody's standing up for our rights here in Mississippi. The Satanists said they will sue Mississippi if they put in God we trust on the flag. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I've covered this, but uh, they're finally taking the Confederate flag off the Mississippi state flag. Finally. But uh, of course, they're going to put in God we trust on it instead because fuck us, right? You know. One step forward, two steps back. Always got to be some fuckery with Mississippi. But the Satanists are going to sue them, so Godspeed, pun intended, to the Satanists. Sue these motherfuckers. Got to do what we can to fight this shit. And this baddest preacher murdered two people in cold blood right in front of his little girl. Apparently, uh, his 70-year-old neighbor was uh, outside in her hot tub naked. And so he did the only thing a good, loving Christian could possibly do. He murdered her and her husband. Uh, Coat, a married man with three young kids, kept to himself. Nevada records show that he registered his congregation, Faith Love Baptist Church, as a business in 2014. But the license expired. Um, oh, I missed it. Last week, Coat was charged with two counts of murder after he shot and killed his 71-year-old neighbor and her 54-year-old friend. I guess it wasn't the husband. I guess it was a friend. Over what people said was a years-long battle that began with her nude hot tubbing at home. The neighbor allegedly sprayed Cody and his daughter with a hose that morning, leading to the preacher grabbing a gun and going after her. Because why wouldn't you? 
It's not like Jesus told anything about forgiveness, did? Yeah, he did. He said, turn the other cheek, dude. You're not supposed to murder people for spraying you with the hose. But uh, it doesn't matter. According to a report, when asked by police if he considered taking his daughter inside before he murdered two people, he was basically like, nah. Why would I want to do that? It's not like she's going to be traumatized for the rest of her life watching her dad murder two people in cold blood. Nah. Anyway, I'll just ask Jesus for forgiveness and it'll be like it never happened. Because Christianity is definitely a moral doctrine. It's not in any way evil as shit. And folks, you're not going to believe this. This is true. You're about to be amazed and see some supernatural bullshit with your own eyes. Wink. Christian host post videos showing demons around fallen Confederate statues. Did you know that when you pull down a Confederate statue, demons appear? Because they support you pulling these statues down. Demons hate it when you pull Confederate statues down. Conservative Christian radio host uh, Sheila Zelensky, who once said the NFL was brainwashing viewers with gamma rays and once prayed to defend Donald Trump from what I can only transcribe as hoodoo, hulu, judo, insists that demons are real and we can see them manifest when protesters tear down statues of slave owners and historical racists. She can prove it too! Just consider a recent incident involving the statue of Albert Pike, a Confederate officer and influential Freemason, whose monument in Washington, D.C. was torn down last week. So let's watch this video, folks. Prepare. Warning. Prepare to be shocked and see some shit you ain't never thought you were going to see before. 100% proof in demons and the supernatural. Let's have a look. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you for tuning into this very quick expose on something Pretty shocking. You're welcome. So um, Erica Shepard and I were looking at this, and I thought this was really interesting, folks. So take a look at this image on your screen. It came from NPR talking about the protesters and as they were tearing down various statues. Well, this particular Guardian article contains a bunch of these thugs were pulling down statues everywhere, but this particular group pulled down Albert Pike, the real progenitor of the Freemasonic movement, a very high-level Freemason. Well, as this statue is being pulled down, check out some of these images on your screen. You can see here on the right-hand side, we have what looks like a pan-demon, like I talked about in the... You see it, folks? You see these clear demons right here? It can't get any clearer than this, folks. If you're saying you don't see it, you're a liar. You were a liar for the pit of hell and you were helping demons. It's obvious. The video I did on dismantling the spirits behind the pandemic. So if you go and look at a picture of Pan, this actually looks exactly like Pan. It's a side view here on the right. <laughs> what is she talking about? Is it this tree? Is that what she's talking about? This tree in the background? I don't, I have no, what? This is another tree. What is, she, I Okay, I don't know, folks. I don't get it. And then notice on the left, there's this very creepy-looking fang-tooth demon that looks like sort of almost like a wolf-like 
very vitriolic looking demon on the left hand side. Now let's go into another picture. Again, this is a video that I took from The Guardian and it's a protester video. Now notice I've circled here this one image, the eyes, the nose, the mouth. Now let's go on to this other creepy looking, you can see here a monkey image, like a it's demonic a monkey. looking monkey. It, this is clearly a demonic monkey. Can't you see it, folks? Can't you see the demonic monkey in this? Oh my God, folks, they're so stupid. Key demon. And this image, you can see what appears to be like an alien looking demon. <laughs> I mean it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now I see it. Now that you've drawn the outline of it, it's so obvious. Proof. I'm convinced. Jesus, I'm sorry for doubting you. Please take me to heaven with you. I'm a believer. And there's a whole lot of demons going on here, folks. Is this not completely shocking? So is this big monument of Freemasonry, which is just high-level witchcraft, is coming down. Suddenly all these facial entities are being revealed. And you have to have spiritual eyes to see this. Oh. Now, check out this. That's our problem, folks. We don't have spiritual eyes. If only I had some, I just have regular eyes. Shit, man. I wish Jesus would give me some fucking spiritual eyes so I could see this shit. Because my regular eyes ain't seeing a goddamn thing. It's like a horned demon here. You can see this set of horns. No, I can't. Uh, some people have said this looks like a claw hand. There's so much going on here, folks. But yes, just take a look at this. So I thought just you would all find this very interesting. It's, it's my very Sunday interesting. swap prayer group over the weekend was really doing some prayer. Oh, look God. at is happening. Look, look at this at fellow it. tweets out about now he wants to start busting churches up because, you know, it's all about. Anyway, just beyond parody. You can't even parody these folks. They're just too fucking stupid. And uh, I got two more for you, folks. Last chance to get in your super chats. I'm going to end the show after doing these two. But I got two good ones to end with. First off, super tough man to man. This is Sheriff Daryl Daniels, who wants you to know that even though nobody's coming to his town protesting, because no one gives a shit, if you decide to come to my town and protest, we're going to bust your ass. And if we can't handle you, we're going to deputize a bunch of good old boys where they can kill all you godless BLM looters. And he's black, too. So uh, I don't know what I'm doing the redneck voice for. But it, it works. His attitude's all rednecks. So it don't matter what race he is. Hey, folks, me and the men and women of the Clay County Sheriff's Office which just want to weigh in on what we're seeing going on played out across the media or mainstream media in this country. Oh, goody. Look, folks. Look, folks. Don't fall victim to subjecting yourselves to this this conversation that uh, law enforcement is bad yeah don't don't have the conversation that law enforcement is bad don't watch all the videos of us beating the shit out of innocent protesters nah ignore it that law enforcement is the enemy of the citizens that we're sworn to protect and serve yeah fuck you you are we swore an oath yeah <laughs> you swore oh you lying fucks the problem you lie nobody should believe anything you fucking say who gives a fuck about your oath? Your word is garbage. It means nothing. Your oath means nothing. Oh, man. We have to make these fucking people ashamed. We have to make them so ashamed they beg us to reform them. They're on their knees begging, please, please reform us so society no longer treats us as pariah. So society no longer continues to shit in our food everywhere we go. Please reform us. We have to make them beg for it. And in that oath, we swore to 
support, protect, and defend the Constitution yeah, yeah, you did. of the United States and the government. But you're liars, so fuck And you. that we're duly qualified under the state's Constitution to hold office. That not. is, for me as a sheriff, and for these men and women as deputy sheriffs, and we end that with, so help me God. Yep, but great. God is absent from the, the media's message or Black Lives Matter or any other uh, group out there that's that's making themselves a spectacle, good, disrupting what we know to be our quality of life in this country. In Clay County, we have a great quality of life. We have a great relationship with yeah, our. Yeah, I'm sure you cops making tons of money do. All the people you abuse, put in prison for nonviolent crimes, all the people's lives you destroyed for marijuana, which makes all of you a bad guy. Like people are like, Dusty, if all the good cops resign, won't that just leave bad cops? Every cop has busted somebody for marijuana. No good person has ever, ever busted anybody for marijuana. So fuck all you guys, fuck all the cops. Community, But across this country, not so much. I just wanted to take a stand with these men and with these women who feel the same way that I do. Lawlessness, that's unacceptable in this country. Are there any women out there? I didn't see any women. With these men and women, uh... Country. Lawlessness, that's unacceptable in Clay County. And if you threaten to come to Clay County, and think that for one second that we'll bend our backs for you, you're sadly mistaken. You're sadly mistaken, boy. I know what happens when lawlessness prevails. Yeah. <laughs> and in this day and time, God Yeah, I bet you do. You're a cop. I bet you do know what happens when lawlessness prevails. You have a gang of cops going around and abusing everybody and getting rich off the backs of it. Yeah, no wonder you love it. Raising up men and women, just like the folks you see standing behind me, who will have strong backbones and will stand in the gap between lawlessness and the good citizenry that we're sworn to protect and serve. So you can threat all you want. You can say, hey, let's go to Clay County or let's go to some other peaceful county where their problems don't exist or not so much like across this country, where relationships are great and not strained and where the people support their sheriff and support the men and women who wear the uniform. And you'll have something waiting on you that you don't want. Yes, we'll protect your constitutional rights as long. Oh my God, they're such tough. Look at these doughy fucks. Look at all you doughy middle-aged fucks. None of you are tough. Literally, outside of having that gun on you, put that badge down, you motherfuckers are get stomped. Quit pretending, motherfuckers. You ain't tough. I ain't pretending I'm tough. I'm not the one gonna stomp you. But some bad motherfuckers, some truly bad motherfuckers will stomp mud hose and you shit stains. You ain't tough. You're pathetic. And this ain't helping you. This is making people hate you even more, which is probably what you want. You want to be able to abuse people and hide behind your gun and badge. You want to anger people. That's what you, you want to, what he's trying to do is he's trying to put this out there to make people upset so they'll come to his town and protest so he can abuse people and then when he abuses people and makes them matter and they actually fight back then he can use that as justification for his bloated budgets see we need more money look at this lawlessness we have to fight they want to start shit so then they can come in and say hey we're the solution to all this violence that we're the ones that started to begin with we need more money it's like religion they create the disease so they could be the false cure for it and get paid long as you remain under the umbrella of peaceful protest or peaceful march but the second that you step out from up under the protection of the constitution we'll be waiting on you how do you we'll step you out from underneath the protection of the constitution what are you even talking about i'm a u.s citizen how do i step out from under the protection of the constitution everything you want 
all the publicity, all the pain, all the glamour and glory, for all the pain, all the glamour that. and glory, we'll be waiting on you. Yeah, we're going to give you pain. We're going to give you everything you want, boy. Defund these motherfuckers. This guy should be fired. He should be taken out of office, voted out of office, and these motherfuckers should have their budgets cut at least in half, if not more. Fuck this. I cannot believe they thought this was a good idea. And we'll give you everything you want. All the publicity, all the pain, all the glamour and glory for all that five minutes we'll give you. Is it a threat? Absolutely not. Yes, it is. But somebody to has it. to step up in front of the camera and say, enough is enough. Tearing up Clay County, that's not going to be acceptable. Nobody's and if that. we can't handle you, you know what I'll do? I'll exercise the power and authority as a sheriff, and I'll make special deputies of every lawful gun owner in this county. And I'll deputize them for this one purpose, to stand in the gap between lawlessness and civility. That's what we're sworn to do, and that's what we're going to do. You've been warned. We gotta fucking deputize a bunch of rednecks to kill all you Black Lives Matter protesters. Oh my fucking god, dude. All cops are bastards. Fuck these people. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. All of it. All of it. All the time. God damn it. Fuck you. And last up, don't worry, folks. Don't worry. Racism has been cured. They've done it. They did it. They ended racism. Like, holy shit, folks. Just when you thought Christians could not be more dorks, it's like they try to find ways to step up the dorkiness to the next goddamn level. Here's a woman using a scene from Lord of the Rings to get rid of racism in some kind of bizarre church ceremony. It's like they think they have magical powers and they can cast spells. And they're literally borrowing the spells from Lord of the Rings. Hard to believe this is real, but it is. This is Bethel Church. Well, Pastor Marlene got a prophetic vision right before yes. this event, and she saw us doing a prophetic act that was going to be very, very historic. One of the movies that has really touched my heart is Lord of the Rings. So I encourage you, if you haven't done this in the proper order, you must put oil in your door and then go in front and repeat this act with us. It's a magical spell. They literally think this shit is Harry Potter. They literally think they're Gandalf from Lord of the Rings and they do this shit. It's good Lord. Magic's not real, idiots! And Gandalf stands in his authority in front of the demon and says it. The first time he hits it and it doesn't happen. The second time, Gandalf does it again and still the demon is not obeying. And at the third time, Gandalf puts both of his hands on the staff yes, yes. and he said, I said! And he hits it. And that authority is what we are talking about that can only be released by an apostolic decree. We decree and declare that racism will end. It's over in the ecclesia from this night forward in Jesus' mighty name. Let's lift it up and bang it. <laughs> One more. We need you to agree with us. Oh my God. the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, so cringe. How do they top themselves every time? I think I just broke a rib to cringing. Yep, yep, it's broken. God damn it. God damn it, Christians. That's hard to watch, but uh, hilarious at the same time, so thank you for the entertainment. And that's my material, folks. Hope you enjoyed.
<sighs> the religious insanity in this world. Hard to believe, but it's real. <laughs> the Balrog caused Gandalf to kill himself, I know, right? Didn't work out very well for Gandalf. But didn't he come, out, come back like all white and sexy like me? So, uh, yeah. Maybe that's what happened to me. Ola's required in order to use the staff, I know. That's like the regent for the magical spell. Tolkien is regretted in his religion. He rolling over in his grave. Gandalf, I know, right? They're such dorks. Lord of the Ring was a fun movie, but it touched you. I know. Like, that was a touching movie? I thought it was boring. I thought all three of those movies were boring as fuck. And just, I know that's controversial, sorry. But uh, Christian Hogwarts, yep, that's exactly what it is. We don't need no large father. Um, A-cab, 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 yeah. What thugs? I know, right? Just trying to act so fucking tough. I ain't threatening you. We paid for this threat. Yep, your tax dollars at work. The donuts on sticks are the best. Yep. Give a motivation to actually walk. Doughy fucks. Look at all that bacon. Yep. I hate them more. It's like they want you to hate them. That's the point, though. They want you to hate them. They want an excuse to be violent towards you because they are just, they're fascist thugs. Uh, cop stance, yep, all standing the same behind that dickhead. We the police, man. This is sick as fuck. Cop standing, intimidating, saying, We are coming for you, yep. Serve and protect, right? Um, it's a ghost, I know, saw it with your own eyes. You gotta believe it. Uh, yeah. Para, para, paradoia. It's a hard word to say, but that's what it is. When you see uh, shapes. And things that don't actually, you know, have those shapes. Like you see faces in clouds or bunny rabbits in clouds and shit. It's a trick of the mind. Our minds are uh, pattern-seeking computers. I think it came from like the days when we were walking around the jungle and we had to look out in the jungle and see like threats. Had to see shapes and stuff to keep us safe and make sense of the world. And so our minds are still programmed to see shapes everywhere even when they don't really exist. I see nothing. Stoking it. You're not, uh, you're not alone. Not alone in that. Nobody sees anything except for the incredibly, incredibly mentally ill. Right, let me uh, let me check the other chat, and then we'll do super chats real quick. Shaking my head. Yep, shaking my head. Had a kid pulled out of the Magic Gathering tournament because his mother didn't want him surrounded by demons and angels. I remember when I was a kid, my mom wouldn't let me watch The Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno because she said he was a demon, and I wasn't allowed to watch that. Sucked. Sucked to be me. Same thing with uh, He-Man Masters Universe. I had a He-Man Master of the Universe poster on my wall. She actually bought me the poster. Put it on my wall. I didn't even ask for it. I didn't even like He-Man. Came back the next day. She had ripped it down because she looked at it. And Skeletor was obviously a demon. And she was mad at me for it. I was like, what are you mad at me for? You put it on my wall. I didn't like He-Man. So anyway, fun stories from Christian Dusty's past. All right, let me check the super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Um. All right, Ben Davis, these people make me despair for humanity? Uh, me too, right? So frustrating. These people are uh, the same species as I am. God is beta! I heard that. Ivy Evans, thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Ivy Evans. Justin Joseph, 499. If Beta wins Texas, he'd be the first Democrat to win since Jimmy Carter in 1976. He probably won't, but he's going to come a lot closer than probably anybody has. 
uh, Elijah Miller. He wrote Elijah Miller. Joseph said he couldn't afford to donate. This is in his name. Oh, okay. I didn't see that in chat. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for Joseph. Appreciate it. And another $50. I'm just getting started. Elijah Miller, hero. Gonna sing folk songs about Elijah Miller because he deserves it. Amazing human being. Gonna buy all kinds of kitty treats in your honor tonight. Meldrock, $2 for the kitties. Thank you, Meldrock. Appreciate that. Rocket, six nine two three five dollars do you still hold the same position on milkshaking you had over a year ago? Do you know if anyone allergic to dairy has ever been milkshaked? I don't know about the second part, but yes! If you find me out in public and you can milkshake me, $100 to you. Uh, the bet is still on. No one has uh, taken advantage of it yet. And Elijah Miller, another $100! Holy shit, Elijah Miller! I'm going to have to name an animal. My next animal. I might have to name it uh, Elijah TJ. What was the other one? There was another one I was going to do to another person. Now, I have the name animals after all you people because you're so amazing. Really appreciate it. Another $20. Uh, right is right. Fight the good fight. Don't make a big thing out of this. Making ever lost time. Love is real, not gateway. Don't tell me what to do, Elijah Miller. I'm going to make a big deal. You are a big deal. Give me another $20. Not fade away. Oops. Oh, yeah. Love is real, not gateway. Not gateway. Yeah, not fade away. Yep, I agree. Love is all we got. We're all in this together. And, uh, man, you've been a hero of the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Elijah. Danny Nerd, Nick499. Is this viral marketing for season three of Hellier? I don't even know what that is. Let's see what Hellier is. Hellier is a web documentary series directed by Carl Pfeiffer under the banner Planet Weird. Ah, never heard of that. Is that worth watching? Maybe I will check that out. Somebody give me some uh, reviews on that. A group of paranormal investigators explore a dying coal town, leading them to a mystery spanning several decades. All right. Well, thank you for bringing that to my attention. It didn't get very good ratings. It only got a 5.8 on IMDb. So I am not heartened by that. But thank you for the uh, donation. And uh, didn't Timothy McVeigh also swear an oath? Yep, he sure did. A lot of these terrorists do. They don't mean shit. Another $20 from Elijah Miller. Match me before this is over. Appreciate that. A couple people have. Not, they haven't matched anywhere near what you're doing, but another 50 from Elijah. Last one. And get high on me, Dusty. Love and peace. I will. Man, Elijah Miller, that's some good shit, dude. I really appreciate it. Love you, man. Adam Wright, $10. Grip the magic stick and get rid of the demons. I know, it's so ridiculous. Hard to believe this is real life. Wickowanda. I don't know what CHF is. I don't know much a dollar fifty in CHF is, but I appreciate that, Wickowanda. And uh, another one from Wakanda. Finally catching some love. Thanks. No problem. Thank you for catching this live. You guys are the heroes of the show. And seven-figured Cyclops. Thanks for being one of the best voices that the atheist community could ask for. Hope to meet you someday. Hey, I'm about to do a tour sometime and meet all you guys. The atheist community is so turned into shit. Horrible what it's become. Doing what I can. There's really not enough, enough, enough material for me to do this every Wednesday, but maybe every other Wednesday. So uh, if you guys want to see this, me do this more often, please consider supporting me on Patreon. And thanks to heroes like Elijah. Man, what a hero you've been tonight, Elijah. I'm about to definitely do it more often in honor of people like you. I sure do appreciate it. And uh, let's see. T-shirt idea. Text me. I'm rich. Yeah, don't text me. I'm not rich. Great show. Looking for my demon glasses. Yep, I need some spiritual eyes. Yeah, IMD does hate everything. That is true. I've noticed that. Uh, has ever, anyone ever been milk shook? Not me yet. Still waiting. It's going to happen someday. Name your entire dog sanctuary after Elijah Miller. The Elijah Miller Dog Sanctuary. 
I got I have a temporary plaque or something. Abel, yeah, that's right. Abel, yeah. I have to name it Abel Elijah Miller TJ. Could be a, not TJ. JT. Fuck TJ. JT. Not really fuck TJ, but uh long name. But anyway. God damn it! You guys have been amazing. I sure do love you all, and I appreciate you tuning in. Can't believe we almost did a two-hour show tonight. Had more material than I thought I did. I will be back on Friday. I already have enough material to do a whole show. And I'll have even more material, so it's going to be a packed fucking show on Friday. Be sure to tune in. We do it every Monday and Friday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. And sometimes, like tonight, we do a special Wednesday religious bullshit episode. So if you want to see more of those, please support me on Patreon. Patreon.com, fun slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video to that. And there's other ways you can support the show with direct donations if you want to do that. Help out if you can, a dollar to a month. It all adds up. Folks, I have had a blast tonight. Show went swimmingly. Man, it's an honor to do this show. Like, I've had so much fun doing this show. I can't tell you guys. Like, uh, I'm not as popular as I used to be. But I'm enjoying this so much better, hanging out with you guys and reading what you say. And I go back and I rewatch every video. And I read all the chats you guys put. And it just means a lot to me. I, I feel like we have a community here. I have one of the best communities of any of the podcast I've seen, you guys, uh, for once, make me proud of my audience. I'm not ashamed or embarrassed of, uh, of who's following me. And that's all you guys. You guys are the heroes of the show, and I really, really fucking love you, and I really appreciate it. So, as always, I'll see you guys on Friday. You guys stay safe and healthy out there. Love and logic, and fuck God. Good night, everybody. Logic, fuck yes. See you Friday. And you know what? This is the everything Elijah wants is everything Elijah needs this is the greatest show it's everything you ever want it's everything you ever need and it's here Okay, I will check out Hell Satan on Netflix. Thank you for that. Blue Tankin. And Joseph Justice of Bidwins, Texas. He be- already read that. Alright, cool. Good night, everybody.